Have you ever had the fear of the white page? That moment where you know you should start writing your essay, but you totally freeze. Or maybe you just keep procrastinating, waiting for inspiration to come or hmm, waiting, basically. The fear of the paper is super common with students, but actually it's common with everybody that needs to embark in a creative journey. And it is normal to doubt that we have something to say when actually we do not know yet what we want to say. Welcome to Blabla Time, the podcast that allows you to give some attention to your internal chit-chat, which today will lead us to really listen to that little voice that says you do not have a clue of what you're going to say. Mmm, nasty little voice. So let's see if we can turn her into something slightly more useful to us. And to guide you in this journey, I'm Sandra Gaudenzi, your host in the internal explorations of our fears or wishes as students or during our student life. So let's get out of our heads and our fears for a second and let's turn to our bodies. That seems like an easier route and what I'll ask you to do is to look at your left hand. Yeah, that's pretty easy. You know it is your hand. Now, if you had to write a paper about it, you would have to define your hand. And believe me, the easiest things are often the more difficult one to do. So, try, give it a try. Find me a definition of your hand. Yep, it has five fingers, correct, but so do your feet. And if you were to cut one finger, would it still be your hand? Clearly so. So a hand cannot be defined only by its five fingers. Right, so should we define your hand by what it allows you to do? For example, grabbing things. But you can grab things with your mouth or with your feet. So this is clearly not enough as a definition. Okay, so what about speaking of a hand as what allows you to do, for example, body communication? And I am Italian and I think half of what I say goes through my hands. <laughs> I know this is a podcast and so you cannot see my hands, but believe me, you are missing of quite a show. 
And what I really wanted you to grasp is that there is never a single definition that covers everything. There are only definitions that allows you to understand one angle, one aspect of a thing or a concept. And in the same way we saw in past episodes that a person is a complex entity that is mainly defined by its connections and relationship to others or to the world. Well, it is the same for words. They do not exist by their own. They link you with the world. So they need a context. So with this, we enter the whole debate of why we need to define key terms when we write. And really, it is about showing that we understand both the word itself and its context. And by context, I mean, where is the word coming from? Who has used it in the past? And what do you want to do with it? How will you apply it to your thinking? So you see, when you write, words are not interchangeable. They are like precision tools. They are means to build your thoughts. And when you find the right ones, they magically open new paths towards bright new ideas. Words are actually your friends if you know how to use them. They are the Lego blocks of your very own mental constructions. So your job is to demonstrate that you know which one to use, that you know why you chose it, and also that you know how to use it. Now, if you see it like this, you understand why you cannot just Google the word you're using in your paper and copy and paste any definition you find online. Because the chances are that it is totally out of context and that it will not be useful to you. It just clearly says to your lecturer, I have no clue of what you said in your classes and I went for the first thing that I found online. And that is not a good way to start. So, lesson one. Check how your keywords have been explained in your classes. If they have not, the chances are that you want to start from the authors you have seen in class There must be a reason for which your lecturer has selected them and you should be able to know it. So back to our example. If you chose a definition of your hand as a part of your body that allows you to grab objects and then you spend the whole paper speaking about communication because what you want to conclude is that 70% of sense making is body language rather than speech well then, you should have chosen another definition. Because starting from an anatomical idea of what is a hand is of zero use to build an argument about body language. So lesson two, focus. 
you need to know where you want to arrive. And sometimes you need to start writing to develop your ideas because ideas come while you put them in movement. Ideas are not an abstract thing outside of you. You build them and they build you as you go along. It is a little as a road journey that unfolds as you're walking. There are many ways to get to one specific place, but still, you need to know where you want to arrive. If not, you simply get lost. And there is a pleasure in getting lost, but in the world of writing essays, it would feel like a walk with no clear purpose. That is not going to get you high marks. So, back to focus. In order to know what to say and which words to use, you need to know what you want to know. In other words, where do you want to arrive? What do you want to say? And the focus, it is your end point. Once you know that, you can try several routes. You can get lost if you want as a way to create new ideas and then at the end only write about the route that feels most convincing to you. Now this brings us to lesson three. If you really want to explore a topic you need to be able to zoom in and zoom out from it. You need both extreme focus, that is your endpoint, and context, that often is your starting point. So your writing is the journey between all the things you could have said about a topic and the ones that you have decided to concentrate it on. This is what makes your writing interesting. Why did you choose a specific angle? How did you browse its possibilities? And where did you wander? And where did this wandering bring you to? It is a road trip. Writing is a discovering journey. And this is why it takes a little bit of time, actually. If you do it last minute, you might arrive at the point, but you have no time to explore and to reflect on your journey. It is a little bit like taking the plane and not visiting any of the land that you're meant to discover. Okay, let's go back to our fear of writing your essay. As such, there is nothing difficult about writing a paper. If you know how to explore a city, you know how to write a paper. You just need the right frame of mind and some time. And the good news is that if you take it as an exploration, you can even enjoy it. Amazing, no? Now, the difficult bit 
is to know where you want to arrive. And for that, you often have to start walking and see what you discover en route. And that is your first draft. Then, zoom out and check what you have left out. Then you add to your first itinerary and you make it better. And that is your second draft. And finally, you clean it up. You time it so that each part is not too long, not too short. You plan the poses, the moment of surprise, and you make it exciting. And more than anything else, you make sure that you reach a clear end point that really makes you feel it was worth it and it was worth the walk. And that is your final paper. That's it. Well done. So there you go. Give it a try. Blah, blah. Blah, blah. Blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, blah. If you move out from the blah blah in your head that says something like, I'm scared because I do not know what to write about. And if you try a new narrative, something in the lines of, well, let's have a walk and enjoy linking the things I have visited in this module. And who knows what I will discover if I do it then suddenly it is much more enjoyable as a proposition and more feasible too because you know how to explore a city or a land, don't you? Voilà. If I could sum up how to leave your fear of writing your essays behind, I would say one. Remember to define your keywords in a way that is useful to your journey. Two, have a clear focus. By your last draft, you need to know where you want to arrive. And three, zoom out to see the context and zoom in to analyze the details. And keep doing it as many times as it is useful to you. The journey in between the two is your argumentation. That's what arguing is about. It is the journey that allows you to arrive to a conclusion. And the conclusion is your argument. And finally, surprise yourself. What about if you could really discover that you have learned something useful during your studies? Wow, that would be a basic news, no? Okay, I hope that feels a little bit better. And also, it's worth trying it. And that is it from Blah Blah Time, the podcast that allows you to listen to your internal blah blah and hopefully learn from it. Happy writing. See you next time.
Blah 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 bl